Good day, and welcome to First Draft Films from Indie to Hollywood. I'm Kate. And I'm Brooke. And we realized that being a self-employed sort of two-person partnership LLC, not a partnership LLC because that's like a legal thing, like we're an LLC and not a partnership, I don't remember what the difference was. Anyway, we never interviewed each other to find out if we'd actually want to work together. We, were, we just decided we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So today, what are we going to do? We're going to actually interview each other to see if we're a good fit for this job. Yep. Two plus years into this job. Yeah, it's a high time we find out. Uh, shall we start with you because it's your phone? I don't know how to unlock it at the moment. Yes. If you could compare yourself to an animal, what would it be and why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's not an acceptable <laughs> answer. I don't know if I want to work with you anymore. Okay, okay. Um, a cat, because I sleep in lots of random weird places and sometimes accidentally or purposefully push things off of surfaces. I also like hugs and I'm soft and fluffy. Do you sometimes sleep on top of a fire? Maybe. <laughs> cool. Go ahead and ask me something now. I also would have said cat about myself, incidentally. but You also sleep in lots of weird places, but not as weird as me. Weird places being the corner of a couch? <laughs> I guess you just sleep a lot. I sleep on like the top of a couch, not not where you sit, but like the I know what you mean, yeah. like the back or something. <laughs> this seems like a cheater question, but I love it. If I gave you fifty thousand dollars to start your own business, what business would you start? I would put it all towards the Twenty Nine Trouble LLC. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good remember answer. the thing good about answer. thing about making uh, your your little sub-projects mm-hmm. their own LLC because in case somebody sues you, you don't want them to take everything that the business owns. Yeah. Just what that LLC owns. Mm-hmm. That was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> what fictional character do you identify with the most and why? Pippin from Lord of the Rings. I feel like it's obvious. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you I love not tall and strong for a hobbit. Which was Pippin. He well, was considered fair. very tall for a hobbit. Hmm. Okay, scratch that. <laughs> I'm nothing like well, Pippin. Well, I'm sure there are other reasons in which you're like Pippin. Let's see. I, what are the, like the hallmarks of Pippin? Pippin is like friendly, a little bit innocent, naive. Um, well, Mary and Pippin, it's been so, so long since I remember like the book versions of them. The movie versions kind of make them the same person. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the book versions... Wait, I have a better answer. Twilight Sparkle. I don't know what that is. My Little Pony. Why? Because we're both super into books, and we're both nerds, and we both love magic, and we both would want to be a princess, but not really, but then we got princessdom thrust upon us, and then uh, she's awesome, and I love her very much, and she's got a really cool hair, and she's got amazing friends. And you also have one really cool hair. I have one singular cool hair. <laughs> you said she has a really cool hair. <laughs> I think it's 
This one. Oh, Wait, that's probably like 50. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes. Twilight Sparkle. Kay. That is me. Understood. Um, also Sleeping Beauty for the same reasons as Cat. I still love Pippin, though. Yeah. Pippin is great. How many pennies would fit in this room? How many square feet is this room? Mm. David could figure this out like that. You know? <laughs> this is why I didn't ask David. <laughs> I, now I want to ask David. <laughs> For context, David is like one of the smartest people we know in in a, a, a lot of ways, actually. But like math questions, like puzzle questions, stuff like that. It's just like instantaneous. It's quite remarkable. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> well, we would have to figure out how tall or how many pennies make a stack a foot tall and then we'd have to um, do geometry to figure that out scratch that I'm asking you a different question and then well would it be geometry no it's like the area of a or the volume of a yeah it would be volume because well there's that room in this room are, are we counting this room or that room too you asked the question this room only okay well that makes it a including easier. the doorway Okay, and then there's that beam deal, and then there's the alcove, and then there's that other thing where there's... So, it, actually, if we were to find out, like, the stack of that... Don't forget the thing on the wall, and the radiator. Well, yeah, but, like, I think it would be pretty easy to come up with an approximation of that once we had all the measurements, and once we had all of that figured out. Cool. That's great, I'm but gonna I'm, I'm going to really need a number, a specific number. One million twenty-eight. Mm, it's too low, but that's good. Ge good guess. Okay. Describe the purpose of this job to someone from another planet. What planet? Mars. Hmm. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry. I just. I just am reading Lewis's space trilogy right now. And right. Yeah. I mean, depending on if I was speaking to the Rosa or the Sorens or the Fiffeltricky. I'd probably just generally describe it as a form of entertainment simile, similar to the the Hrosa's poetry, spoken word type entertainment. It's, um, it's like part of who we are at, and how we express ourselves. But if I was speaking more to the Sorns, it would be more like um, an exploration of theology and politics and the human mind. Uh, but then the Fiffeltriggy would be much more interested in the um, technological technological aspects of it. So I would go into more depth about how we use a device called a camera, and it records what we see. And then the microphones, they record everything we hear, almost exactly how we see and hear it. And then it can be duplicated and replicated uh, any number of times, depending on digital film, etc. Um, and then you have to have like a screen to watch it on. And then, yeah. That's a very good answer. That's probably Thank the best you. answer that's been given so far. Oh, Thank no, that's your turn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what actor would play you in a movie about your life? This is dumb, and this is only because one person one time said I looked like a bootleg version of her. <laughs> but Amelia Clark. <laughs> I support this. Okay. Let's make it. <laughs> Who said that? Um... It was when I was visiting my friend Ty in Chicago, and we were, like, on the bus and, like, posting to Snapchat about, like, oh, we're going on adventures, or, like, we're doing all these things and we're seeing the city, and then somebody replied to his story of us doing whatever we were doing. 
she's literally bootleg Amelia Clark. <laughs> that felt like the biggest compliment and like the biggest smack in the face ever. Could yeah. be like the bootleg version of something. <laughs> but still like a pretty actress. Like that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, describe your most bizarre life experience thus far. Oh, I have a lot. Exactly. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, okay. This one time, I was 13 years old. I was going to Canada. Was I 13? No. I was 15. Yeah, I was 15. I was a sophomore in high school. And my band was going to Whistler, BC to perform in, like, some concert thingy. None of us cared about that. We were just excited to go to Canada. It was that we were there for, like, a week. And on our way up, we stopped at this waterfall somewhere just in just inside the border of Canada. And it was beautiful waterfall. And I was hanging out with one of my friends at the time. Um, we were just like walking through this really pretty park. It smelled really strongly of horrible weed. It was nasty. I got a headache. And, and then, <laughs> then I feel this hand on my head. And it's like, like this. And then I'm like, ah, and I turn around and it's just some old guy and his wife walking their dog. And he's like, hmm, so soft. And then they just walk over to the waterfall and I'm just like, uh, that's what? highly disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. I have a lot of weird things that happened in my life. That's a good one to pick. That's definitely Thank bizarre. You. <laughs> but my hair is very soft and I don't mind if people touch it if they ask and are not creepy old men. And if you know them. That do. Yep. I don't know why his wife was so okay with it. Is that just a thing Canadians do? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Knowing many Canadians, <laughs> not the case. Good, good, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also on that trip is when I slept on a fireplace and befriended a dead bird named Timmy. And that was too much. You gave him too many, too much information. Yep. That coming for us now. I better stop. Okay. I don't know if you guys can hear, but there's a bunch of sirens. Oh, every time I edit, I can hear the sirens every time. They're very apparent, so downtown Yakima, folks. (laughs) My turn to ask a question. Yes. Ask away. You know, you had this idea a while ago, and I shot it down because I was like, I'm terrible in interviews. Me, 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 me. I had this idea before. There was like the rapid fire thing that we did at the end. It was one of it <gasps> speed was the dating. That was one. my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, and then I think I don't know. Yeah, you had an idea to do an extended version of it. And it was like, no, I don't like asking, answering questions. It's too hard or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad we're doing this. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh! A chicken walks through the door right now, wearing a top hat. What does he say? Why is he here? He doesn't talk. He's not. He's a chicken. What do you say to it? I'm like, oh, Brooke, this, your, the thing you read is prophetic. What the heck? <laughs> and the chicken, well, it depends on how big the top hat is. If it's like chicken size, that would be cute. But if it's like as big as a person and it's just like legs walking under a hat, that would be both hilarious and also disturbing. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's mm. a fun mental image. Mm-hmm. It's better than the mind cow. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Describe for everyone what the mind cow is. I can't do it as well as Mario, but there's a cow in your mind. You are the one in control of the mind cow. Nothing can stop the mind cow. If you tell the mind cow cow to turn a somersault, it does just like that. 
If you tell the mind cow to walk in circles, it does. Just like that. See, it's doing it right now. Now you know the power that you have over the mind cow. That's all. And if you tell the mind cow that it is Abraham Lincoln in a swimming pool with an ice cream milkshake, it will be that. Yep. You're welcome. Thus, the mind cow. And now we have a mind chicken in a top hat. Mm-hmm. How would you get out if you were the size of an eraser and stuck in a blender? I wouldn't. I just hope no one turns it on without getting me out first. <laughs> I guess that's how I would get out, as if someone happened to see me or hear me screaming for help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded of the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. I've never seen <gasps> or that Or The one. Borrowers. I love The Borrowers. Was that a book as well as a movie? Yes, I but I only saw the movie. Okay, I might have read the book. I love the I'm movie. I'm not remembering I think a whole lot about it. I've heard that the movie's very different from the book, but I loved the movie as a kid. Nice. It was so good. Oh, that reminds me of... What's the one about the mice that are... Is it the mice that are experimented on and then they make... And then they become really smart. And there's this scientist guy who... What's the name this of that one? This sounds like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, oh, it's... Mice. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Mice, Teenage Mutant... <laughs> no, I, I think they made a movie of whichever one I'm thinking of now, too. Hmm. Was, the ma- was the protagonist's name Ralph or something like that? Don't All know. I remember is that in the book, at the end, like, their, like, compound that they built in a hill or whatever it was is destroyed by... And it's implied that it's, like, the same person who experimented on the mice. And, like, a bunch of them die, but the protagonist gets away. Oh, my god. And gosh. I think there's a series, but I think you only ever read the first one. Somebody is going to be like, oh, yeah, it's this movie or this book. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was random. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from dead mice. <laughs> if you were a tree, what kind would you be and why? I would be an oak tree because they are pretty and they have acorns which are fun to play with and they are known as being very strong and resilient and endurable. Mm. Enduring. If you could eliminate one state, what would it be and why? The state of loneliness. Because it's sad. Also known as New York. I'm kidding. I've never been to New York. I love New York. just there. (laughs) That's why I said it. I would love to go to New York, though, especially based on what you told me. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. You want to talk about your trip to New York? Mm, it was for work, and I saw a couple Broadway shows. and No big deal. She just saw a couple Broadway shows. Yeah, it was awesome. We saw Lion King, which is just as spectacular as you've heard, mm-hmm. and Aladdin, which I didn't know was a play until recently, but that was also really good. I think there were some, like songs that were new not just the movie songs as they often do when they adapt things into musicals and i saw the empire state building from like several blocks away (laughs) and i saw the statue of liberty from the plane (laughs) we ran out of time to go actually see it now what was the thing that you went there for it was a performance (laughs) are you able to say where you performed Carnegie Hall. Moving on. Okay. 
yeah, not a big deal at all. <laughs> Speaking of Mars, how would you communicate with me if you were from Mars? So from Mars. So we're, we're talking like 200 years in the future, right? When there's an actual colony. Well, everybody there will still be speaking probably English because that's current, the current, what is it, lingua franca or whatever it is, like the language that everybody knows around the world, basically. So the Martians, if you want to call them that, the colonizers. The Harasa, the stars <laughs> on the people. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. But the people who move there to, like, I'm sure they'll eventually have kids. That would be cool. And they'll probably teach their kids whatever language they know if it's not English. So... I'll just talk to them. <laughs> That's a very scientific answer. But if you're 200 years in the future, would I be 200 years in the future with you? Or would I be stuck in the past? And how did you get to that point in Mars where they were colonized Wait, and speaking what was English? The, what was the question? I was just thinking, my brain interpreted it as how would somebody communicate How, how would you communicate with me if you were from Mars? If you were a Farasa? Well, the only way we would be able to communicate is if we were both living in the same time period so mm -hmm. my answer still stands we would just have to in order for us to communicate at all we would have to live at the same time and that would have to be in the future because nobody's on mars right now that's so my answer. you think <laughs> hmm, what kids movie is scary to you oh oh i have an answer for this one <laughs> yay which one is it though uh i have to run through the list of all the kids movies i've ever watched Oh, The Jungle Book. I shouldn't hit that. The Jungle Book is terrifying, specifically because of the scene with the orangutans. Mm, right. I don't know what came first. My fear and traumatization of the orangutans or me watching The Jungle Book. It may, in fact, be the same event. Or it was you watching Willow. And we've talked about that. Yeah, I completely blocked that movie from my memory. That could also be why I hate monkeys and orangutans. Yeah. But I don't remember why, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> so, so it's those two, Willow and, uh, <laughs> and the, the Jungle Book. Book. <laughs> Overall, I love the story of the Jungle Book. It's just that scene that's like, I can't do it, man. Dumbo's also terrifying, but I I've like it. I've never seen the movie of either. Oh. Yeah. I like Dumbo. I like the scary element of Dumbo. I don't think it's that terrible, but I might have been older when I watched it, too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I also hate the third Toy Story. That's just way too scary. I was not a kid when it came out, but that's just... that That's too much, man. <sighs> I think... which I haven't seen all the Toy Story movies. I haven't even seen most of them. The first two are great. The fourth one is... The fourth one. The third one is awful. Okay. In my opinion... Got it. Okay. <coughs> the last time I watched a Toy Story movie was when uh, it was my honeymoon, and I was just telling somebody about this story the other day. Um, we were out on the water in a boat for a great part of the, and then I got heat exhaustion without knowing it. So then I almost fainted in a restaurant and had to lie on the floor with my feet on the chair and like have cold claws around my head. And so then absolutely was not feeling up to any more exploring of the city after that so i we went back to the hotel and i just laid in bed and then toy story was on tv so we watched toy Aww. story <laughs> what's the first thing you'd do on your first day of work here talk about 29 trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is what we did isn't it yeah 
That was like our only project at the time. Yeah, because we were going to make it that year. Oh, wow. (laughs) No. It would have been very different if we had, for so many reasons. It would have been, in its own way, cool to have it just on record, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I think about that sometimes still, like, what if we just got people together and shot, like, a mock-up of something? (laughs) We We still have the old scripts. We do, we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just now we're turning it into something the likes of Lockwood and Co. <laughs> and Stranger Things. <laughs> and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> if your kitchen sink were overflowing and the power went out, what would you do first to stop the water from spilling all over the floor? Figure out why the drain isn't working. The drain's not electric, so it's either plugged or there's something over the top of it, which that that's a really easy fix. And if it's overflowing like that, it's probably something like that. Also, shut off the water. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> shut off the water. Plunge my hand or some other object or someone else's hand into the sink to figure. I want to do it. You must. <laughs> my hands are too precious. <laughs> My nails, I don't want to burn out you That's a very weird question. <laughs> Which is why I read it. I love it. <laughs> okay, the question that I'm not going to ask you, but I, I, okay. The question is, why don't sheep have knees? But I read, I read it as, why don't sheep have knives? <laughs> so I'm going to ask you that don't question. Why don't sheep have knives? <laughs> don't have opposable thumbs. Why don't they have knives, Kate? Because they can't hold them. They can hold them with their teeth. Nah, they would cut their tongues. People so hold knives it. in their teeth all the time. But those are people, not sheep. People so people can be sheep? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, grabbing something with your hand is easier than grabbing something with your mouth. What if they held the hilt in their mouth? And then they're just like... They don't, because people also don't leave knives lying around near animals. That is finally a fair point. <laughs> so were my other points, but I mean... What do lawyers use paper clips for? Obviously for picking locks when their assistants are gone because otherwise they would have no way to access people's homes to find the evidence that the police lost, and there's no way that the lawyers could get back out of the houses because their paper clips are also magical teleportation devices that take them right back to their office. So what I'm hearing, Brooke, what Brooke thinks lawyers actually are, is apparating detectives. Yes. Got it. Okay, your turn. If you were able to go back in time and change something, what would you change? I would change being mean to my siblings. And I would be not mean. That's a very emotional answer. (laughs) I think we would have a better relationship now Mm. if I did. Yeah. Not that we have a terrible relationship, but better. What is your biggest pet peeve and why? Uh, lying. Because there's literally no reason for it. Just get over yourself and tell the truth. Very fair. It's not, not that big a deal. Like, 
There, there's nothing worse in my book than lying. It, it could be the smallest thing. It just, it's an immediate trust breaker. Yeah. And it is so hard to build trust. Okay, this one I propose possibly to both of us if you wanted to ask me the same. Okay. Where do you see yourself within this company within one, five, ten, and beyond years? And they're like, what benefit can you bring to this company type of thing? One year I want us working on a new project or something that is still in, the, in that hasn't been completed yet as far as scripting and stuff. And to have finished everything that we have on our plate this year. Five years, I want us to have, to be working on 29 Trouble. And 10 years, I want us to have a studio. Like a big soundstage and green screen room and all that in Yakima. Nice. And what was the other thing? Beyond? Uh, basically, like, what, why should we hire you? What benefit would you bring to the company? Oh. <laughs> I can edit. I can sort of write. <laughs> you are eternally optimistic and you bring such a wonderful spirit to the company. Thank you. And to you? <laughs> that is a good question for both of us. Um, the whole question? One, five, ten, and beyond? And mm -hmm. okay. I didn't um, really say beyond, but <coughs> that's fine. Just ten, up to ten um, is fine, I guess. <laughs> In, for a one-year goal... Um, I, I, I definitely want to agree with you on that. I want to finish everything we have on our plate for this year because there is a lot, especially this summer. Um, we're going to have a lot of releases this winter. Oh, man. <laughs> or I guess more like the fall because, um, like, one of them is going to be more of a Halloween thing anyways. And I, I want us to be completely done with 29 Trouble Season 1 and on our way to production in one year whether that be fully starting pre-production or, or what, but I want, I want all the scripts to be locked down. I want, I want us to be fully on that road in one year next summer. Uh, five years, I want us to be partway through season three or something, four, I don't know, of 29 Trouble, whatever that timeline's going to look like. But I want us to be doing that wholeheartedly because that's kind of how this company started. And I want mm -hmm. that to be our... our, our our, our goal, the biggest thing that we could do, at least in, in the next few years. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. 10 years, I want us to be celebrating the end of 29 Trouble in a good way and moving on to our next thing um, within our studio with a soundstage and, and all our friends and the new friends we've yet to meet. Yeah. yeah. That's always a fun thought. Who do we not know now that we're going to really like mm -hmm. I mean think of all the people we've met in the last know, year alone exactly. oh man yeah yeah well thanks for listening to our job interview I think we smashed it we'll just have to wait back to hear from we'll the, board. the board <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a feeling the board likes us just based on their responses I, so. I, I usually come up with something much more witty my brain's not totally in it today you did great <clears throat> no, thank you. I mean for like an ending <laughs> Like, um, drop a comment with the most interesting, weirdest, funniest interview question you've ever been asked in a job interview. And maybe tell us your response, too. That'd be really hilarious. Yeah. To just, I, just, I want to hear these things, because honestly, the internet ones, they were about half of them were good. Yeah, uh, don't forget to... All of to your responses were really good, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I liked your responses a thank lot. You. They were very thoughtful. 
<laughs> most of them yeah <laughs> drop a comment leave a like and subscribe and do subscribe do whatever you do on this platform uh thank you so much for supporting us we look forward to doing more of these for you and hearing your feedback and interacting with you guys i am definitely not rambling have a great morning, day, night, whatever it is at your current time. And we'll see you next time. Bye.